You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. The world's biggest battery has actually been completed mm-hmm. over in South Australia. It works in conjunction with a wind farm. Mm-hmm. So South Australia has about 40% of its energy or electricity is generated through wind. Yep. This enormous battery was actually built by Tesla. So there was a dare. It was uh, a big bet. Kind of a dare. It, it was yeah. a bet on Twitter. And basically Elon Musk sort of came out and said, okay, well, I can build you the world's biggest battery, which is what you need mm-hmm. to store so that you can deal with um, you know, situations where there's high load. I think it was last year, uh, South Australia had some blackout problems. Mm-hmm. It was to do with a storm, but it was also to do with uh, very high extreme weather as well. Mm-hmm. That's when Australia's power load is most in demand when we have really when we have a heat wave. Yeah. Basically, yeah. everyone's running. Or well, significant thunderstorms if a power line goes down, which was one of the scenarios. Yeah. So that was kind of yeah. beyond control. That wasn't a, a, a problem with the actual generating capacity. But so South Australia has embraced renewable energy. As I said, they've got forty percent from wind. They're trying to make that even more. They're trying mm-hmm. to be a clean and green state. But there have been certain questions, you know, raised about how well the the alternative form of energy were actually integrated with the more Existing traditional fo- fossil, and, yeah. fossil fuel generation, which can cover you if you've got a spike in demand. Yeah. Whereas whereas wind, unless you've stored that energy somewhere, and that's where the Tesla battery comes in, you, you can't meet that demand mm. because you don't necessarily have wind, the ability to generate electricity right there and then when you need it. That's and that's right. why you know that's why some people sort of say that we shouldn't be doing away straight away with, with coal. We should certainly be looking to phase it out, but we need to have we need to have battery technology and we need to have you know ways of using using effectively the alternative clean energy sources, whether it's wind, whether it's a wave motion, mm-hmm. whether it's even hydro, these are all alternatives. Yeah, pumped that, hydro is a big yep, sort of exactly. discussion. Yeah. Yep, that's that's another good one. You pump it when you when you can. Some solar panels yep, to pump it up. And you just have to yep. release gra- and that gravity does the work yep. and, uh, and gives you that surge of energy when you need it. The biggest battery in the world has been completed by Tesla. It was and a day ahead of schedule, wasn't it? Was, I think it was, yep. Yeah. It started one day early. And they, they had already essentially been producing the batteries. Mm. So I think as soon as they had sort of agreed verbally, before the contracts were officially signed, they'd already started production of this because I'm sure they thought, well, if we don't use it here, it's going to be used elsewhere. Yep. And then when the, it was 100 days from when the contract was signed, yep. so they were well into production at that point. And then uh, they were, I think they were well ahead of schedule. They were doing some tests about a week beforehand and then uh, officially turned onto the grid about a day before. Apparently, the Australian entrepreneur from Atlassian, uh, fellow billionaire of, of uh, Elon Musk, Mike Cannon-Brooks, he sort of engaged in a, in a, a bit of a Twitter uh, back and forth with Elon Musk. This was before the whole project got off the ground and sort of asked him how serious he was about his offer to, uh, to complete it within you know, 100 days. Elon Musk, on the record or on Twitter anyway, said to the whole world, Tesla will get the system installed and working 100 days from contract signature or it is free. That's serious enough for you, mm-hmm. and so that was the thing that triggered it. And then uh, the you know the news uh, went to Jay Weatherall, who's the Premier of South Australia, and he's embraced it. There was a competitive tender process. Tesla won that. They've built this uh, this massive battery. It seems it, to it be. Was, it, we've yet to find out. It's, it's it's early days, but it seems to be doing the job that was designed to do. It was a big bet. This is all about marketing. I mean, obviously, you know, Elon Musk is is about trying to produce a better future through all the different technologies creating the battery technology. But, you know, this particular instance was very much about marketing. I mean, he's competing against all the other battery companies out there. I I think he was pretty confident that he could deliver that. You know, he knew what he could produce. Mm -hmm. And and even if not, I mean, everybody around the world was talking about Adelaide and this, you know, the Tesla batteries that were to be installed. And and everybody is still uh, now. So it was a huge, huge... And even the... 
politicians yeah. were cashing in on this. So Jay Weatherall, the Premier of South Australia, he's, he said one of his conditions of, of giving it to Tesla was that Elon Musk come in person mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to sign it. And, you know, yeah, so to, they get their publicity. So they get well. their publicity, exactly. Yeah, look, it's not without its detractors. Obviously, there's people talking about it. it's not a big enough system to be able to continue. You know, it's not going to power the, the whole state. No, no it, power, it can power 30,000 homes. It's the size of an American football field. That's the size of this battery. According to Elon Musk, he said, quote, what this serves is as a great example to the rest of the world of what can be done. You know, there you go. It, it, was a, it was, as you say, a marketing exercise, relying on that publicity that was generated by that big bet. You know, if mm-hmm. it's not done in 100 days, it's free. So, mm-hmm. wow, you better get it done in 100 days. Everyone's yep. watching. And then other, other countries around the world that are looking to make this switch and looking to back up their alternative energy sources like wind mm-hmm. can, you know, sort of see that can be done, see that can be delivered and effective And, and the discussion for, for the last decade about renewable energy is, well, if the wind's not blowing and the sun's not shining, then you're not being able to generate energy through, you know, wind or solar so uh, you know that's been a huge uh, argument against renewable energies and so people say well if it's not coal then it needs to be nuclear but now with this it's when the sun isn't shining and the wind isn't blowing the batteries can then you know, be able that stored energy can feed into the system yep so you know let's you know let's say the wind turbines are going at their regular speed they're sending that current through to the batteries which charge it up but as soon as it slows down or stops then the battery starts to gradually go down from a 100%, 90%, 80%, etc. And it waits for the wind to pick it up. So it's always pumping it out, the energy out at a, a constant current rather than having these ups and downs with you know, the wind and solar. Smoothing out so the it's whole. smoothing it out. Yeah, which is a good thing and it was what was needed in South Australia. Look, there has been some controversy about it. The federal government, as distinct from the state governments in Australia, has been a little bit sceptical about this. According to uh, Josh Frydenberg, the federal energy minister, he, he wrote in an email that uh, the Tesla battery has been sold to the people of South Australia as an answer to their woes, but in reality, it is just a fraction of the storage and backup that South Australia needs. It's even been suggested the, the state government in South Australia had been hoodwinked by a clever salesman and suggested that uh, that the uh, the Premier of South Australia was looking for publicity ahead of the 2018 election over there in South Australia. Mm. So some voices of, uh, of disagreement from the federal side of things, but uh, that, that is great that uh, that battery was completed. It's not going to completely solve the issues of power generation and the cost of electricity, which is sky high in Australia and particularly in South Australia, I believe. But it's a very positive step in the right direction. Mm. It shows what's possible. Thanks for listening. And head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media. We welcome your feedback and suggestions for future shows.